0: This is the business breakfast with Owanda on Jazz FM. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. Uh, very good morning to you, Craig. Let's talk about first of all the, the headline this morning about this huge customs bill, a big red tape bill. I mean, depending on what you read, seven billion, fifteen billion, and so on. It's going to be complicated, isn't it? One assumes. I mean, the, uh, listening to the Road Haulage Association yesterday, it doesn't look like there's been much conversation between them and government. But I'm guessing that most people saw this coming.
1: It's really difficult because people will have seen this coming. It doesn't necessarily mean that they were prepared for how to actually deal with it uh and obviously there's the cost aspect which is going to be a pain for many businesses uh, especially in this current environment add to that with the fact that they are um, even stating that these uh, are complicated which is going to be extremely disappointing to many businesses who are used to um quite uh, streamlined processes uh, it, it's going to be challenging i think the first 12 months is going to probably be fraught with with issues um uh, and much higher costs and you can only hope that thereafter that this will all start to get a little bit easier but um, I must say this is one of those occasions when I'm pretty glad that I'm not uh, a UK business that sells to the EU and vice versa for the next six months or so.
0: Retail sales have jumped back in this country haven't they? Does this mean that people are spending their savings do you think because that's what uh, everybody's hoping for is spend 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 get the economy back on its feet?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've seen a one-month bounce back, so it is encouraging that we are seeing a bounce. But then we have obviously uh, seen a, a sharp decline over the, uh, since March uh, through to uh, May. So there is still a lot of ground to make up. And ultimately, footfall at uh, the retail outlets is still down by more than 50%. So until we start to make up that, I don't think online is going to quite make up for it. There's certain areas which have done um, extremely well. Things like computing, obviously people working from home, spending their time doing uh, other things at home is one area that has done uh, very well out of this. Home improvements is something that's done very well out of this. But if you're a clothing outlet, then you've very much struggled and you will continue to struggle even now. So there's certain areas where we still need to continue to see a strong bounce back, but it's an encouraging start.
0: But we will be contrasting the employment figures won't we later in the week with this which will paint not necessarily a true picture of what's going on but a very depressing one i would think
1: yeah i mean it, it's really difficult because <coughs> as we've said before the way that the uk computes the unemployment um doesn't account for furloughed workers they're still effectively counted as employed so until people start so companies start laying off these workers uh, and we've already had major announcements but whether that actually kicks in until later on in the autumn is a different thing So, unemployment in the UK is still extremely low, and even on Thursday, we're only expecting it to rise from 3.9% to 4.2%. That's not going to stay that low for very long. Later on in the autumn, it will start to get a much more realistic figure of where it will land, Um, uh, and then then it will start to get a lot more depressing from there on in. But right now, they're still going to look far better than the actual real situation highlights, especially when you consider we're still seeing thousands of jobs, it seems, every day being announced.
0: The Huawei row rumbles on, doesn't it? And now you've got BT saying, um, it, it, you know, it's going to be very, very difficult indeed to extract it from, uh, extract its technology from its particular, um, technology. And yet, there are all sorts of different shades to this, aren't there? We understand that China is stepping up its own semiconductor, um, manufacturing given the American, um, embargo on WorldCom equipment and so on, uh, and on all these complications. Um, and, it, and it's also getting to be a political war, isn't it, with the government saying that it'll take seven years and backbenchers apparently saying that's far too long.
1: Yeah, it is a highly politicised issue and I think um, it has become increasingly politicised over the course of the last 12 months. I think we look at the situation, the US's involvement in this, there has been a, 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 a large pressure campaign from the US administration on the UK government to effectively stand by it and its decisions and not um, adopt Huawei. The previous announcement from the UK government was it was going to allow it to run up to I think 35% of its um, uh, of its network, but now it looks like they're going to take a massive step back from that. The question, as you've just alluded to already, is how long are they going to give to do so by giving it five to ten years? Then they are allowing these companies plenty of time and therefore at a much lower cost. But that is going to face a significant re- rebellion from those backbenchers, and it's going to be seen as too soft an approach. So I imagine the kind of three to five-year time frame is probably the most likely. But if they went less than that, then I think there would. Be uproar from many businesses because of the enormous cost and the impact that it would have on the UK's network. Because there is no immediate alternative um, in the uh, in the medium term, and given that connectivity is one of the key issues that the that Boris Johnson campaigned on behalf of going into this election, that would be a massive setback.
0: Three building societies are apparently going to offer 10% mortgages, the Nationwide, the Coventry, and the Co-op. Um, given the stamp duty thing as well, it, it might help a few more people onto the housing ladder. They're obviously not doing it because they feel charitable, are they? They're doing it because it's good for business. They're trying to get in on, they? they're trying to get things moving. Ten Yeah, I mean, I think it's extremely is,
1: important for them to try and capitalise on what the government is doing and try and, as you say, drum up some business, get this housing market moving again after a few months when it's effectively just come to a standstill. Um, there's obviously a lot of liquidity sloshing around in the system. Central banks are going to great efforts to ensure that that's the case and to ensure that certain mar- uh, corners of the market aren't freezing up. Uh, and, and now that there is confidence back in these markets, it does allow governments who rely on liquidity to enable to lend uh, at these kinds of levels. I still think there is going to be a bit of time before we see a fully easing of restrictions back to pre-COVID kind of COVID levels. But I think this is extremely encouraging and should ensure that from now to the end of the year, the market does get moving once again, which, again, like it has always been a priority as far as the government is concerned.
0: This is The Business Breakfast with Oanda
1: on Jazz FM.
0: Online trading, currency data, money transfers.